This is your inside look at the Canadian Football League. CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara on the TSN Radio Network, delivered by Domino's. Visit dominoes.ca today. It is the Grey Cup edition of CFL Weekly, and you're listening across the TSN Radio Network. I'm Andy McNamara. Wow, folks. Hey, we're almost at the finish line. We are almost there, starting the show all the way back in June, and we've come this far. The Argonauts taking on the Stampeders in Ottawa for the 105th Grey Cup. Unbelievable. Great East and West final games. Some questionable calls. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. Big big program for you today, of course. It's the Grey Cup. The man calling the action on TSN television, Chris Cuthbert, will join me in a few minutes' time. Then TSN.ca Scott Cullen will go over heroes and zeros from the East and West Finals. And then take a look at fantasy options. Yeah, there's still one more week you can play on CFL.ca, the fantasy game brought to you and powered by TSN. So you can go on, and it's very interesting how this will work out because obviously you have one game to choose from, two pools of players. So we'll get Scott Cullen's tips on how we're going to make that work and give you a mock lineup, hopefully help you win your league or whatever you set up there, prize on CFL.ca. Then a behind the helmet with Bear Woods of the Toronto Argonauts. I chatted with him a little bit earlier. Fascinating guy. Very interesting dude as the Argos get ready to take on the Stampeders here. Uh, folks, as you know, we're delivered by Domino's. I can't think of any better food to have on Grey Cup Sunday than Domino's Pizza. Get two, three, four, five larges, whatever. You got a big group of people? Fine. They got specials. You know they do. A large four-topping pizza, just eleven ninety-nine. You can get a medium feast pizza, ten ninety nine. The sides, they get get pop the breads, the pasta side dishes, the marble cookie brownie for dessert, whatever you need. Dominoes.ca, Dominoes.ca. All right, let's get to the blitz. Okay, and our poll question again. We're gonna keep it nice and simple for you, folks. All right, at AndyMC81 on Twitter, at AndyMC81. How will the Grey Cup play out on Sunday? Is it? The Stampeders will win by 10 plus. The Argos will win by 9 or less. The Stamps in a close one, or Argos take it by 10 or more. So essentially, is it going to be a blowout or close and then pick your team? You can vote there at AndyMC81. Now, the quarterback situation in this Grey Cup, very interesting. You got the seasoned vet Ricky Ray, right? Multiple-time Grey Cup champ. Been there. Cold as ice. Nothing rattles this dude. Bo Levi Mitchell. The storyline, Redemption. For Bo Levi, for the Stampeders. Amazing regular season a year ago, as they had this year. And then they lost it at the last... Oh, I still go by heartbreaker for the Stampeders. Losing it to the Red Blacks. So, you got the two different quarterback situations there. And a whole bunch of different storylines also. So, let's hear from the CFL on TSN panel led by Rod Smith. Which QB would you rather have on Sunday? And a whole bunch of other topics on the CFL on TSN panel. Jerome Messam isn't very happy Ooh. with you, gentlemen. Uh, does he have a right to be upset, Matty? 
No, he doesn't. <laughs> We're calling it like we see it. It's our jobs. Look, he had, what, last four games of regular season, he had 119 yards total. And, 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 and for 3.2 yards average per carry, hey, if that's what it takes for him to get motivated, so be it, guys. You I know understand. what? I, I think he has a right. I think he has a right. Come on. Everybody talking about him. Yeah, we say bad things about him. Jerome, you can be mad at us. Like Matt said, if that's what melts your butter, if that's what's going to make you play better, go with it. So get mad at everyone. Get Whatever. mad at everyone. Last time I checked, we don't wear skirts and carry pom-poms. No. Our job is not to be a cheerleader. No. If, you're, right. if your yards per carry go down by but more than a we yard. We would cheer if he plays well. He well, did we yesterday. Did. We, we did. did. His, his, his yards per catch down 40%, and he wants us to just say he's doing. Hey, I love the way he played this last yeah, game. Right. That's yes. right. And that's the kind of fire we I love how they Sunday. utilize Finch Probably. with him as well. He didn't want to go Henry Burris, although Jerome, Henry loves us now. So anything can change, <laughs> believe me. Now, let's talk about this game. Bull Levi Mitchell, Ricky Ray. Which of these two quarterbacks, all things being equal, would you like to have on Sunday? Ooh. Ooh. So now we're going to have one of them manage. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah, Rod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? I, it, I, very difficult to choose. Yes. I'm going to go with Mitchell only because yeah. of his win-loss record mm. in his career. Mm. I mean, if, you're, yeah. if you need a guy to, to win, this guy wins That's more than anybody in history. I had a yeah. chat with Ricky Ray earlier in the football season. He said, Matty, I've lost more games this season than both lost his entire career. I'm with Chuck. <laughs> Wait, and you can't go wrong, and I'm going to pick Bo, and I'm going to pick Bo because Ricky is 38, and he doesn't get mad. We know Bo's a little silly. He may get mad at me. Try to beat me. A lot of people probably telling us, well, what are you doing? What are you doing yeah. not picking Ray? He's won three great cups. Yeah. He's going for his fourth. You can't, you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Yeah. Well, how about the final point? Unsung hero in Great Cup 105 and Milt. Try to take someone other than Roy Finch. I can't pick Finch. Uh, Joshua Bell, safety for the Calgary oh, Stampede. Look at the Grey Cup game last year, and you look at Calgary's defense. He was the best player on the field. He'll have another big game this now, game. I'm going Matt Black. Matt Black, free safety for the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, look, he was he was released by the by the Argos this year mm-hmm. and and brought back because Jermaine uh, Gabriel was went down, and I thought he's been an impactful veteran in the back presence there, and he's certainly a, a special teams demon. I'm going with an Argo too, and. Anthony Coombs. I, I just love the way this guy plays football. He was injured much of this season, but wow, was he a huge impact yes. on not Sunday. Not much of a sleeper, though. Well, you know what? He's not great a, He's not a household name, yeah. but he ought to be. I love yeah. to see Canadians who contribute that short passing game that the Argos are so fond of. I think they'll be using him what big time. yesterday? Yeah, seven catches. Well, I mean, this is guy was just nine catches for 77 yards. Well, this guy right. was money. Well, this isn't a sleeper pick either, but he's feeling kind of unsung right now, so I'm going to take Jerome Messer. Suck it up! He's there gonna be, go. He's going to be loving you this week. There you go. I'm just sucking up. But hey, why not? All right. That was Rod Smith and company from Ottawa. Beautiful nation's capital for the 105th Grey Cup getting ready. And now we look at the Calgary Stampeders. And for, for Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Stamps, he's, he's not trying to overwhelm his team during Grey Cup week. And, of course, there's that lingering cloud over them. You let it get away this year. Here's Coach Dickinson earlier in the week. Well, the coaches, we stayed in last night and got her done. And uh, it's funny, I got a text from one of their guys on their staff. Uh, they were doing the same, watching the game. So it's a, it's a very busy week for coaches to make sure that you uh, can get what you need to get in. Um, but you got a lot of other distractions, other things going on. Uh, it does help, I think, our staff. We were able to uh, see what it was all about last year, and uh, hopefully we manage our time uh, the best we can. The players, they have enough time to do what they need to do. Um, you know, the thing about it with the players, you get pulled in a lot of different directions. You know, you're trying to be 
a good uh, teammate. You're trying to also be a good uh, family member. You got family there. You're also, you know, you got a lot of fans and you got people there from Calgary that you're trying to give them time as well. And ultimately, you got to be a little bit selfish. You got to understand that uh, you should treat it like a, a normal week as much as you can. Uh, stay in your routine. Even if you got your dad, mom out there, you got to make sure that uh, you stay with your routine, and and hopefully that helps our players. I do think it's it's probably we're just talking. I don't know if it's going to be able to happen. You can't babysit enough the, all these guys anyway. So we're dealing with men here. Um, and you just got to trust that they're going to do the right things, and uh, ultimately there'll be a few things here or there. But um, just stay with your routine. That's the only thing I can tell them is what you normally do. If you get a massage this day, do it. If you go to the Cairo this day, do it. Um, you know, you need a nap this day, do it. And uh, hopefully that routine keeps you in, I guess, as normal a mindset as possible and you're ready to perform uh, game time. I think our guys know what to expect, even though we're in different hotels, different practice facilities, uh, different schedules. It's just, it's just a crazy week. It is. It's a fun week. Uh, I'd love to be a part of it every year. But it, there's a lot of different things that go on in a Great Cup week that you will never see. And, um, you know, they just prioritize things. Prioritize things so that uh, the things that are the most important, which should be about the game, uh, take priority one. And uh, everything should be good from there. All right. That was Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. And tons of great coverage, folks, on TSN.ca. All over the place on TSN TV, on the radio side. There's going to be Great Cup specials on Saturday across TSN Radio. Sunday, pregame, everything. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. So stay tuned to TSN and TSN Radio for all your Great Cup coverage. Now, and I'm going to get more into this with Scott Cullen a little bit later on, but we got Jason Moss, Edmonton Eskimo. Come on. Come on, Eskimo fans. How you feeling? Oh, how you feeling on that? Now, all right. For Moss, he tried to explain the his mindset, right? It was, okay. Kicked a 20-yard field goal down by seven. With two minutes left to play. His explanation was, all right, we do that. We get a stop. We go back and get a touchdown. But you need a touchdown and a convert anyway. Like, that's what gets me. Like, you st- you needed to have done what you would have had done with the field goal anyway. So why not just go and do it? Baffling. Said he doesn't regret it. All right, well, your butt's sitting at home in Edmonton and not in Ottawa for the Grey Cup. That's, that's on you. Okay? But... Great year for the Eskimos. Up and down, my goodness. Like, you, know, you want to talk about seven-game win streak, six-game lose streak, win out, and then you you have that finish your year. Uh, this this Eskimo team has a very bright future. The Rough Riders, uh, quarterback side, that's going to be an intriguing offseason storyline, and we're going to get into that and a whole lot more uh, with Chris Cuthbert and Scott Cullen. Also, folks, now, don't forget, one more time, I'm going to be giving away Domino's Pizza to you one more time. This is what you're going to do, okay? Once the show is aired, so Thursday morning likely, my pinned tweet, whatever my pinned tweet is, at AndyMC81 with the CFL Weekly Show link in it. You make sure you're following me, so follow at AndyMC81, follow Domino's at Domino's Canada, and retweet my pinned tweet, and you will be entered to win a Domino's Pizza prize. Now, I cannot stress this enough. What I see all the time is people tweeting my instructional tweet, which says retweet the pin tweet and follow us. Don't retweet the instruction tweet. That, that doesn't qualify you. It doesn't get you anything. Thomas from Ottawa won last week. Congratulations, Thomas. Won the Domino's Pizza Prize. Just read the instructions carefully. I want you to win. But if you're retweeting the wrong tweet, I can't help you. Okay? So we'll explain that again at the end of the show. 
Anyway, great program still coming up. Chris Cuthbert, he'll be calling the Grey Cup action will be coming up next. You're listening to CFL Weekly across the TSN Radio Network. Football season is here and Domino's has you covered. Hungry? Grab any medium feast pizza for only $10.99 or dive into our delivery and carry out deals at dominoes.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. We have your complete meal including delicious side dishes and desserts. Check out our $7.99 mix and match offer that is something for everyone including two two-topping medium pizzas, mouth-watering pasta, amazing chicken wings, bread sides, and don't forget to try our irresistible marbled cookie brownie. See all this and more at dominoes.ca. You're listening to CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara, delivered by Domino's on the TSN Radio Network. Welcome back to CFL Weekly. You're listening across the TSN Radio Network. I'm Andy McNamara. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. Oh, folks, the, the Grey Cup, it's here. It's almost here. Toronto taking on Calgary from the nation's capital in Ottawa this Sunday. All-day coverage on TSN, television, radio, all over the place. And, of course... We are delivered by Domino's. I can't think of a better meal during the big game or any time, right? You're taking the kids out to swimming or, or whatever the case might be. Check out dominoes.ca. Carryout deals, delivery deals, specials, medium feast pizza, any type for $10.99, large pizza, four topping, $11.99, side dishes, pop, dessert, all covered. All right there. Check it all out at dominoes.ca. .ca. Let's welcome in now Chris Cuthbert from the CFL on TSN. Chris, the Grey Cup is just days away. Now, when we got on the phone, you said you were uh, watching last year's Grey Cup getting ready, so you're, you're already in the mood. Well, uh, just screen the Eastern Final. Always want to make sure you touch base with uh, uh, the game you didn't do the week before. And so after watching the Argos, I've, I've been sitting on the, uh, the Grey Cup game from last year for, uh, for a whole year. To, uh, <laughs> I just, just wanted to go back and, and get a sense of uh, how Calgary started in the game. And, uh, um, and I've got a, a, a spoiler alert here. I, I think Ottawa ends up winning it. Oh, wow. Thanks, Chris. For those who all didn't see, all right. <laughs> so, but an amazing stuff. I mean, Bowley by Mitchell last year, three interceptions in the game. You yeah. forget that uh, Markway McDaniel went out after the first big play he made in the game, 51 yards, and and when McDaniel uh, isn't in the lineup, Calgary's a different offense. So uh, uh, it, it's kind of fun to touch base with what happened last year, and now it might be corrected this season. So, Chris, when you look at, last year's Calgary Stampeders, and they had a tremendous regular season. They had a little hiccups near the end. You know, you clinch early, that happens. But how do you compare the two as far as last year's to this year's crew? You know, I, I think the scenario going into this Grey Cup is identical to last year, with the only exception is Calgary's been through it once now, and there's mm-hmm. that redemption theme that, that everybody is talking about. But uh, Calgary coasted through the – I mean, dominated through the year. Let's, yeah. let's, let's uh, uh, correct that. They didn't coast. They coasted down the stretch of the final three games, like last year when they sat out uh, Bo in the last game of the year. Bo Levi Mitchell did not lose a game from the end of June last year until the Grey Cup game, which is wow. remarkable. And uh, and again, this year, they they win 11 in a row. They clinch. They take their foot off the gas. But uh, 
after a slow start in the Western Final, they turned it up and uh, were a dominant team again. So uh, I, I really think the, the scenario is the same. It's, uh, it's, it's a heavy favorite, uh, but it's in an Eastern ballpark and, mm-hmm. uh, and a team that's, uh, that, that they're playing that's kind of coming together at the right time with a veteran co- uh, quarterback. Well, it's a fascinating storyline on both sides here, Chris, because, yeah, the, the, for Calgary, it's redemption, right? You didn't get the job done last year. And they've, although they, they were able to dominate the regular season, they have had their issues. Bo Levi Mitchell was not 100% for much of the year. Jerome Messam coming out. He's been banged up, looked like he's getting back to his, himself. And, and you have Roy Finch filling in. Like it's, there's, there's different storylines on this Calgary team to see how they've learned and if they can overcome the Toronto Argonauts, who, let's face it, you got Ricky Ray. He's cold as ice emotionally, and this guy's done it before, and he's a champ. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, the one thing about Calgary that uh, they did go through some adversity this year. The Western Final was the first time since late July, I believe, or early August, when they had their four big receivers together mm-hmm. in the same lineup. And uh, there's been constant change on the offensive line uh, all season long. I think they finally were able to 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 get basically the the offensive line they want starting although with that said Spencer Wilson still wasn't healthy enough to be the the fifth starter he's kind of the sixth guy right now but uh, they've gone through some adversity on defense they didn't have a a key guy I'm I'm interested to see if Shaq Richardson starts at uh, at uh, Sam linebacker this week because last week he was out and then they got another injury there and um, and that could have been an issue but uh, but the defense came together and is you said this is a team that uh, has been battle tested they they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder because of what happened last mm-hmm. year and uh, I think we'll see the best of Calgary on Sunday and for the Argonauts yeah like like we said okay you got Ricky Ray there the difference maker on that offense Chris has ever since James Wilder came in that team has completely shifted and I think a lot of credit has to go to Mark Trestman because sometimes you have coaches who you can have a star and uh, Hamilton's an example of this in they had CJ Gable and just did not want to run the ball Mark Trestman said oh my this Wilder guy's kind of good I'm going to use him and that's made that offense so much more dynamic hasn't it Absolutely, uh, I, you know, and and you're right. The Mark Trespin was a guy that didn't use the running back as much, but all of a sudden, I think the combination of of a guy who has some star status and James Wilder emerging, and the fact they needed to get some heat off the quarterback. Mm-hmm. They, the, Ricky Ray was getting a lot of hits. They needed that other option. And and they've got it. It's a good receiving core. I think it got better with Anthony Coombs getting back in the lineup late in the season. So, you know, Calgary's going to get the Argos best because uh, Toronto, for the most part, is is healthy for one of the few times this year, and it's at the right time. And uh, and it's it's going to be, uh, I think, a, a team that's just as dangerous as as Ottawa was last year when they, when they met Calgary. Well, the, the offenses get most of the attention just because that's, that's the flash, right? But on defense, you had the Argos in that East final, that defense healthy for the first time in what seemed like forever. The front four is nasty. You got Lemon and Butler on the bookend, Wynn and Lang in the middle, and then you kind of drop everybody back, Bear Woods. And when you compare the two defenses, Chris, we know how, how incredible Calgary can be on the defensive side. Are they close, or do you think Calgary has the clear advantage? Oh, I, I think they're close, and and that's a compliment to both teams because mm-hmm. Calgary uh, was the number one defense during the year, uh, dominant front four. But 
in saying how dominant they were, uh, with you're right with with Toronto getting healthy again. I, I think they compare favorably uh, with uh, the outside pressure of Lemon and Butler, who were beasts uh, in the Eastern Final, and Cleon laying up the middle. Uh, Dallas win had uh, Dylan win had a terrific uh, season. So I, I, I think the front fours are soft. Uh, Bear Woods and Alex Singleton as all-star linebackers both. Uh, I think the difference might be give give Calgary uh, uh, an edge in the secondary just because they've got guys like Brandon Smith who have been around for, for uh, 10, 11 years. Uh, Jamar Wall is a veteran. Tommy Campbell and Seante Evans were, were all-stars on the corner and Josh Bell in the middle. So I, I as good as as Toronto's secondary played and it's getting healthy again and Cassius Vaughn is a guy, uh, Rico Murray, they've got some people back there, but I don't think they quite have the the all-star pedigree as, uh, of Calgary in the secondary, and that might be a, a tipping point. That might be the difference. In conversation with Chris Cuthbert from the CFL and TSN, Chris, you're going to be calling the action from Ottawa. So let's, let's look back. You've seen and been a part of a lot of Grey Cups. Does one, now last year can certainly jump, jump right off the page, the one you're, you're re-watching with the comeback, but can you share a Grey Cup story or, or a memory or something that really jumps out to you, whether it's on or off the field? Well, this will be my 20th. The very first one was the Snow Bowl in Hamilton, which was a wild game, and I thought would always be the best Grey Cup game I'd ever have a chance to call. Uh, Argos won that 43-40 over over Edmonton. It it had everything. It had uh, an endless number of big plays. The Eddie Brown catch is is one that was uh, uh, on everybody's highlight reel, and you still see it on best catches ever. And uh, and there was a little controversy in that game, too. Doug Flutie later admitted that uh, uh, on a quarterback sneak, he had fumbled the football, never had control of the ball. The the referees ruled that there was no fumble, and he'd gotten enough for the first down, had that been ruled the other way, it might have been an uh, might have been an Edmonton victory that year. But but last year's game, I think compared, and I th- I think there's something special about a prohibitive underdog coming through with a win, and 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 in that kind of style with the storybook finish for Henry Burris's career, uh, I, I thought last year and, and overtime, it, it's hard to beat overtime in a yeah. in a championship game. So uh, um, so those two uh, stand out. There's there's a lot of uh, highlights over doing 20 great cups, but those are the two that are most memorable. And unless you want me to irritate Saskatchewan fans by bringing <laughs> up the 13th man, because that game was a classic as well, and and maybe the worst way that you could ever lose a great cup. Oh boy! Uh, and last one for you here, Chris. Let's get your vote on our Twitter poll question, which is, well, it's simple. How's the great cup gonna gonna play out? So really, the options are. Stamps win by 10 or more. Argos win by, it's by single digits. Calgary in a close one. Or Argos take it by 10 or more. So essentially, is it going to be close? Is it going to be a blowout for one side or the other? What do you think? No, I, you know what? Because, because I am a seasoned veteran, and I love to sit on the fence, I, I'm not <laughs> going to give you a prediction. Uh, but I will tell you that I expect it to be a defensive battle. Mm-hmm. I, I think these two defenses are, uh, are, are potentially dominant. So, so because of that, I, I'll say low scoring and close. Low scoring and close for who? We'll have to tune in to find out, right? That's that's the way to go, Andy. <laughs> How's that? That's a tease for you. Beautiful. All right, Chris, thank you so much. Enjoy the call and enjoy auto. I'm sure it's going to be a ton of fun down there.
Good stuff, Andy. It's going to be great here in Ottawa, and uh, we're looking forward to a, a super finish to the season. All right. That was Chris Cuthbert, who will have the call on TSN for the Great Cup from Ottawa. We will take the break. On the other side, tsn.ca Scott Cullen. We'll go over heroes and zeros from the East-West final, as well as our CFL and TSN fantasy tips, the CFL.ca fantasy game. Hey, you can play it for the Great Cup. We'll give you our lineup. We'll do a mock lineup after the break. You're listening to CFL Weekly across the TSN radio network. You're listening to CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara, delivered by Domino's on the TSN radio network. Back to wrap up the Grey Cup edition of CFL Weekly. I'm Andy McNamara, and you're listening across the TSN radio network. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. The game pick falls into our Twitter poll today. Again, at AndyMC81. You can vote. And it's going to be, well, how, how is the Great Cup going to play out Sunday? Is it going to be Stamps by 10+, plus? Argos win by 9 or less, Stamps in a close one, or Argos take it by double digits? I think it will be Stamps in a close one leading the way. Leader in the clubhouse is Argos win by 9 or less, second is Stamps by 10 or more, then third is Stamps in a close one, last Argos take it by 10. I just feel with the Stampeders, you have that hanging over your head from last year, they'll just find a way. The defense is a little bit better like we've talked about, we've broken this game down and I'm, I'm giving a slight edge to the Stampeders, I think 5 or less, Calgary pulls it out in what should be a very entertaining game. Also people, don't forget to win a Domino's Pizza Prize Pack, okay? Domino's Pizza Prize. This is what you do. On Thursday, when you see my pinned tweet at, uh, at AndyMCD1 on Twitter, the pinned tweet that lists the show and the link to CFL Weekly, the, the show link, you retweet that and make sure you're following at AndyMC81 and at Domino's Canada. I'll put out a tweet with instructions on what to do to enter. Don't retweet the instruction tweet. Read, follow, read along. Follow the directions. Retweet the pinned tweet. Follow at AndyMCD1 and at Domino's Canada to win a Domino's pizza prize and visit them of course for the big game or anytime at dominoes.ca okay hey behind the helmet bear woods of the toronto argonauts very interesting guy as we get ready for the gray cup in ottawa this sunday here we go joining me now behind the helmet is the one and only bear woods from the toronto argonauts heading to ottawa to get ready to battle the calgary stampeders in the gray cup bear congratulations on the win in the east final how you feeling Man, feeling excited, feeling uh, motivated, you know, so close to our goal and hungrier now more than ever. So take me through that game a little bit because it was a roller coaster. Yeah, up, what, 17-3 to at the half. Then all of a sudden, Rough Riders come back and then a little bit of back and forth and Argos took it in the end. Like, when that, that clock hit zero, give me your thought, your emotion realizing, hey, man, I- I'm going to the Grey Cup. Yeah, it actually hit me when we forced that last turnover with 20 seconds left, and I and it was a, a great feeling knowing uh, that we were that finally we were had clinched the uh, East and that we were going to the Great Cup. As far as the game itself, man, this is my sixth year in the CFL. That's just CFL football. Yeah. The game doesn't get started till there's three minutes left to go. <laughs> so you know, be, being a part of the game as a player. I, you know, I don't feel that emotional roller coaster as maybe a fan would. Like I know my wife, she was she's beside herself in those types of games. <laughs> I can't imagine watching the game, but actually playing in there, you know, uh, I don't really have that ebb and flow. Mark Treston really sets that foundation for us, man. He's even kill. Mm-hmm. Ricky Ray, even kill. 
you know, we all try to be ice men out there. So we we uh we expected to be a fifty seven plus three game. Bear, how do you prepare yourself personally for a game of that magnitude? Because uh, you know, you go in, you lose, you go home, you win, you go to the Grey Cup. So, like mentally, for you to get ready, are you are you playing rock music? Are you jumping around? Are you quiet in a in your stall? Like, how do you mentally get ready? Well, get get to the stadium. Uh, let's say uh, almost three hours before, and, and arriving at the stadium, there's the only uh, the second best feeling is seeing your guys in the locker room, my teammates, uh, before the game. Uh, there's just such a, a a loose feeling and a feeling of appreciation. And, and when you get to be an older veteran like myself, eight years in pro ball, you really appreciate these moments with the guys. And so my music yesterday was "Sweet Home Alabama." You know, <laughs> It's the song I grew up with, yeah, a good, a good vibing song. Now, once we got closer to kickoff, the music went off, and uh, I didn't, you know, change personalities or anything of that. But you know, just a real more laser focused at that point. Uh, that's kind of the mental process going into this game. I've been in a finals. This is my third finals. I've been beaten twice, uh, so I know the feeling of going home. There is no tomorrow. The season comes down to one game, and uh, just is finally glad to be a part of the team that you know finished this game. So are you playing the original Sweet Home Alabama or uh, the Kid Rock version? Oh, my goodness, man. Listen, I'm born and raised from Jacksonville, Florida area. Born in, born in Jacksonville, raised in a small town outside of that, home of Leonard Skinner. I go play ball at Troy University in Alabama, meet my wife, who's from Alabama. I now live in Alabama. I got, Leonard, I got the real Leonard Skinner running through my veins. <laughs> That's the real stuff. That's the real stuff. I like the real it. stuff. <laughs> okay, Bear, let's let's have people uh, get to know you a little bit better here. So you mentioned the music that you you got ready for. What about a meal, Bear Woods? What does he What does he eat? What do you What are you eating to get ready? Oh, yesterday was a one o'clock game, so that was the first one of the year where you just wake up and go. Yeah, I had uh, a champion's breakfast. Oh. Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow, that's I what I that. ate before I took the field. Man, I'm a, I'm a life eater. I've been that way even in high school or if I go train. PB&J just really sticks to the ribs, mm-hmm. and uh, I ain't got to worry about it on my stomach, and that's what I eat. If it's a, a night game, uh, my wife makes chicken and rice for me, uh, and that's and that she makes it. It's just so good, just some carbs and uh, some chicken. And then if I'm on the road, I'll try to eat a salad, or I go get a Subway, man. There you go. Subway sandwich or something like there you go. Well, we should get to get them to sponsor you. That's a pretty good pitch. I like it. That's good. Yeah, I'll say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bear, when when you're um have some downtime, okay, you're not studying the playbook. You have a, a, a let's say a day or so off or or some time. What are you doing to relax? That's non football. Oh man, my day doesn't start until I get home at six p.m. because I have a beautiful wife and two beautiful kids, a four year old daughter. A two-year-old son, so you know, daddy, daddy gets on the clock at six p.m. when I come home, and and, and the kid, you know, my kids, they, they, they you know, my, my my daughter, she's for my son too. They've spent more time in Canada than they have back in the states, right? Uh, so they they know this routine. This is all my daughter has known at, at age four. Uh, they, you know, they, they're, they're my life, man. When I come home, I spend time with them. And if it's not, if my kids aren't home, I pick up the guitar and I play the guitar as much as possible. And my kids love, love it when I play the guitar. Also. Oh, that's great. I got two little ones myself. That's you're, you're right. Long day or not, when you get home, daddy's on the clock. That's, that's, 
That's, That's right. how it goes. That's how it goes. Now, on the road, uh, are you playing cards with the guys? Is there is there any video games? What what do you do when you're when you're on the road trip? Man, I do a pretty good bit of reading when I'm on the road. Huh. Uh, but I, I, I like to to observe the card games <laughs> and the in the video games. I have it, man. I, I'm I'm kind of out of that right now. I would want to be, but once again, kids, kids, no more movies, no more video games. Just because my time's not there, right? But uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just do some reading, and I, and I will watch some movies, in-flight movies and whatnot. Is there a, a go-to movie that you that you like to see over and over again, or have you seen one recently that really stands out to you? Oh man, the the one recently, oh, I say recently, time flies, man. Long, long, the movie Lone Survivor. Oh, I mean, it, uh, that uh, an American sniper. I love. Yeah. I love the uh, those movies really put in perspective, you know, that I'm just playing the game mm-hmm. and just being thankful for the opportunity to be in, whether it's uh, the USA or Canada, being a country to where, you know, guys put their life on the line for us to be able to live our lives. And, and those movies really hit me. I can't even hardly handle watching them emotionally. So, But those are the ones that really stick with me. So I, when I want to keep it lighter, man, I try to always carry Dumb and Dumber with me or Tommy <laughs> Boy, uh, something like that. Tommy Boy, yes. Oh, some Farley. <laughs> what about sports movies? My my personal go to is drafting. I'm a I'm a Browns fan on the NFL side, so I, I like the the myth of them doing well in drafting. Do you have a sports movie that you like out of all of them? Part of the one I oh man, that's that's a tough question. There there are a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to, I like to, I like to keep it pretty light, man. Honestly, I I got to say. I like the, the, the Keanu Reeves movie, The Replacement. Oh, but there's humor right. in there, man. I, yeah. and, you know, and, and, may, and maybe I've been an underdog, too. I, I see myself being a, <laughs> if there was an era for a replacement player, I would have been one of those guys. Yes, yeah, sign <laughs> me up. I'll play. So that, I, I enjoy that movie. The Replacement. Probably one, yeah, no, one, no one probably thought I would pick that movie. That's a you know cheesy movie, I understand, but I enjoy it. That's a classic. One more for you here, Bear. Let's, uh, let's look ahead. Okay, you win the Great Cup. And the organization comes to you and says, Bear, we love what you did this year. You got a blank check. You can take yourself, the wife, the kids, anywhere in the world. Where are you going? Where are you taking the fam? Oh, man, I have, I've, oh, I got to take my kids to Walt Disney World, yeah. man. I grew up three, I grew up three hours from there, and it was a part of my life. I mean, we went all the time, and I have yet to be able to take my daughter down there. And she's wearing a Princess Elsa nightgown right now, so I would have to take her there first. <laughs> so that, that would have to be the first stop. From there, we're going straight to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we probably spend two two months there. Two months? At, what's there? Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's the Smoky Mountains oh. uh, National Park. Okay. Yeah, it's just just to be able to. It's a, it's a touristy spot, but you're in the mountains, too, so you got the best of both worlds. We really enjoy the state of Tennessee. That's awesome. Uh, Barrett, thank you so much for taking the time. Good luck in the Grey Cup. We are uh, wishing you all the best here. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Big thanks to Bear Woods and all of our guests. Folks, T- on the TV side, on TSN, the radio side, we got you covered all weekend long for the Grey Cup. We'll have a wrap-up show next week. So this isn't the last show of the season. Next week we'll be. We'll do a big, 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 big Grey Cup in season finale on CFL Weekly. I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been listening across the TSN radio network. Enjoy the game. This is your inside look at the Canadian Football League. CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara on the TSN radio network, delivered by Domino's. Visit dominoes.ca today.
Welcome back to CFL Weekly. You're listening across the TSN radio network. I'm Andy McNamara. And folks, great cup time. We are delivered by Domino's for the big game. For any game, for any occasion, go to Domino's.ca if you're hungry. $11.99, large four-topping pizza. Or you can get a medium feast pizza for just $10.99. Side dishes, marbled cookie brand, whatever you want. Domino's.ca. Let's bring in TSN.ca's Scott Collins. Scotty, how's it going? Awesome. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing well, man. Hey, one game left, right? We're at the finish line here. Unbelievable. Wow. There's no more after this one? They're, they're, they're stopping after the, the oh, Great Cup? You know what? We got one more left. We're going to have a season wrap episode. So we'll do your, your <laughs> year-long uh, Heroes in Zeros, your season wrap-up there next week. Looking forward to it. Looking forward. Absolutely. Say, hey, you know what? Let's start with Heroes and Zeros from the East and West final. Let's begin with the West. Can I say, uh, we'll, we'll get to heroes. Is it safe to say that Jason Moss might be a zero? I know he's not a player, <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I try not to pin this on coaches, but, uh, you know, that that uh, the punt decision is going to hang over him for a long time, I think. That's, oh. uh, you know, and, and that's not one of the... Th- and that's not something where, oh, in hindsight, maybe, maybe, you know, it looks different. I mean, the moment it was happening... You you could see the reaction online of people like what 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 are they doing yeah why, what why, why no <laughs> and and so yeah and that's I mean look this is the um you know the the price you pay I suppose as a coach is that you you have all these decisions that are happening for you in real time um, and you know some, sometimes they go wrong and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure pretty sure that one went wrong for Jason but then look even if he had made you know the right decision to go for it doesn't mean they win. No, but you no. at least need to give your team the chance. And, and I don't think he necessarily gave the Eskimos the best chance to win. No, I agree. He says no regrets, though. So you know, yeah, well, good for him. I mean, and and I, and I kind of feel like the, the you know coaches double down almost on that. Like the last thing you want is your coach to go, "Yeah, I kind of messed that up." Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure the guy should have much confidence in my decision making up there. So yeah, I think that's you know that's kind of power for the course that he would say he doesn't regret it but uh i don't know I and mean, the uh, put some truth serum into him or something and, and yeah get a different answer yeah exactly all right well, let's get to the heroes uh in the east final boy what a game you had the argos up 17-3 at the half saskatchewan comes back and then toronto takes it in the end so uh i, I guess yeah who's your heroes uh heroes from the east i i'm, I'm going with my boy uh, james wilder yeah um you know he he's just Consistently uh, putting putting up numbers, and, and he, he didn't score any touchdowns, but still gave the, the Argos 104 yards uh, from scrimmage on 22 touches. Um, you know, and, and the, like the Argos didn't put up you know massive yardage or anything, so to get that 104 out of out of Wilder, I think was uh, pretty important for them. Um, and, and I think it, for uh, Saskatchewan, Jerron Carter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, six catches, ninety-nine yards, and a touchdown. Um, you know, he—he's a, a big play guy who kind of down the stretch wasn't being used a whole lot, uh, and so it was at least good to see that he—he he still got that in him. Um, but you know, I guess the—you know—the the trouble for Saskatchewan, and we've documented this throughout the season, is you—you you never know what you're getting at quarterback, and. Um, I think that, uh, you know, if we want to split off into the zeros, uh, my boy Kevin Glenn is oh, boy. Uh, headed, headed that way. You know, he was 6 for 13, three interceptions, uh, before getting replaced by Brandon Bridge. And uh, it, when you're in, you know, win, win or go home games and you get that kind of performance, that, uh, that'll qualify you for a zero. 
Well, it's tough. And, and Scotty, we, we touched on it a little bit last week, and maybe we'll go into it more in the finale after the Grey Cup, but Saskatchewan is one of at least three teams that is going to have serious questions in, in the offseason about quarterback. Because Kevin Glenn, I think, is a, you have to have the right personality, and I think Glenn has that to be kind of a, a bridge QB and maybe you have him as a safety net to Brandon Bridge. But if you're looking to take the next step, it's not going to be with Kevin Glenn. Yeah. I, I'm, and look, I, I think given the, the way his career has gone, that you can you can probably get away with saying, okay, well, we're going to try and you know make the jump to Brandon Bridge, but Kevin Glenn's here as our safety valve. I, I don't think that that's necessarily an unreasonable position. But it's a pretty risky position mm-hmm. still, you know. As, as you know, much as we might hope that Brandon Bridge can make it as a Canadian quarterback, and you know, be it even, hey, if he can make it as a starting quarterback as a Canadian, that would be huge, um, you know, for the league. Just you know, historically to have that kind of thing, and but you know, there's a real risk there that if you're Saskatchewan and, and you want to be a contender next year, you're gonna you're gonna try that with a quarterback. You know that has Bridges' fairly limited track record, and, and so yeah, they're one of the teams that is definitely going to have some questions um, when it comes to quarterback in the off season. Yeah, you have that, and then there's Vernon Adams floating around too, who Chris Jones mm-hmm. likes. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's it's up in the air. So yeah, uh, Kevin Glenn, I totally agree as a, a zero big play. Big atmosphere guy, and that's traditionally, unfortunately, where he's kind of uh, let up and not performed. So a zero there. What about the West? Uh, the West, you know, I'm gonna the hero. I'm going Roy Finch. Yeah. Um, you know, you get a big big play. Um, you know, fr- from the running back position, but you know the the kind of bonus to, to these CFL fantasy games is you also get his return yardage. Um, you know, and he added I think 100, 137 yards in in return yardage um, to go along with like 96 yards and a touchdown from scrimmage. You know that that ends up being a real productive day from a guy that certainly when it comes to fantasy uh, terms you could get him uh, on on the relatively inexpensive side. Um, so yeah, Roy, Roy Finch gets uh, a hero, and uh, I think Mike Riley, um, you know, the, even in a losing effort, throws for three forty-eight with a touchdown, rushes for another touchdown, yeah. and, and this is, you know, not atypical. Mike Riley's just been a consistent, productive uh, performer, and um, you know, I'd say he kind of he, he delivered a productive performance, uh, and just it wasn't quite enough to uh, to knock off the Stampeders. No, no, and it's uh, an interesting uh, finish there. Now it's Calgary-Toronto for the Grey Cup. So there is still, though, on CFL.ca, the TSN fantasy football game. Now this is this gets real interesting, Scotty, because your quarterbacks, uh, well, they're, they're limited. Uh, you got <laughs> it's it's Ricky Ray or Bo Levi, and this is I think it's it's kind of a fascinating strategy that you have to take because really you don't get that much of an option to to play a fantasy game between only. Two teams, but you can do that on CFL.ca. Yeah, they're really trying, and I think they're really trying to uh, bait you in in some ways with this. Like, like Ricky Ray is uh, a more expensive option, um, and I guess you know that's justifiable. He's been probably more consistent in terms of putting up yardage and uh, and so on throughout the season. However, um, you know we're talking you know one game head to head. In, in which Calgary is the favored team, and, and the underdog quarterback is the one who's going for you know a couple thousand more uh, in the fantasy game this week. So I think that's a 
an, an interesting uh, decision uh, that, that the game is is kind of putting upon uh, players this week. Um, yeah, if you ask me, I, I think I'm probably uh, inclined to take Bo Levi Mitchell, um, so, so that you have an extra few thousand to spend at uh, the other positions. Cody Fajardo, not uh, wetting your appetite there, Scott. <laughs> well, no. you, you never know. You, you never know what kind of rushing touchdowns you might get. Out, right. uh, you know, between, between Fajardo and Andrew Buckley, yeah, guys, yeah. for short for short yardage uh, situations. Yeah, risky um, play. Risky play. <laughs> that would be a, a tough play going into the, the Grey Cup, get, getting the, the bargain quarterback. To, yeah. Uh, to, to do it. No, I don't think, I think, uh, you know, between Mitchell and Ray, the, you know, both, both of them have the potential to have, have big games. Uh, but I also think that this, the floor should be reasonably high for both two. I don't, I don't think either one of them, um, you know, ends up giving you a game like Kevin Glenn did, um, in the Eastern final. No, no. And at running back, yeah, Wilder's the top dog. Then you got Jerome Messam. Um, after that, and uh, as kind of the two the two top names, uh, although there's Roy Finch as well. There, there he is, Roy Finch. Uh, you know, after after last week's big game, he, he's he's only a few hundred dollars cheaper than Jerome Messam. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm toying with the idea of going with my boy James Wilder just because the potential. Um, you know, he's he's had a few games this year where he's gone up around 200 yards. Yeah, um, and. You know, I think if Toronto is going to to hang with Calgary, uh, it's probably going to be a lot due to James Wilder. So, and then you can always pop Finch in at, at flex. Well, that's the you know that is one of the options, right? Is that you can, um, you know, I, I there's a part of me that thinks, well, you should just stack your whole roster with Calgary players, but I think you, you'll end up um, maybe with some less than ideal uh, fits just because of all the salaries of. of of the top players involved. So uh, my, my one shot here on, uh, on the Argos is for James Wilder. <laughs> so our lineup so far, Bowley by Metro quarterback, James Wilder running back. We got Roy Finch at the flex. Who do you like at wide out top receiver is SJ green. Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not sold on SJ green. No, since me I'm, neither. I, since, I, since I'm already going with Bo Levi at quarterback, I'm going to, I kind of assign myself a, a, a Calgary receiver. Um, whether whether you go with uh, either Kamar Jordan or Devaris Daniels, uh, depending on on what your budget allows, um, you know Jordan's more expensive, and, and Daniels didn't have a, a big game last week, which makes him, um, you know, a pretty decent bargain if if you're trying to squeeze him uh, into that flex spot. But uh, you know, if you can fit him, I'll take Kamar Jordan. Um, you know, the, given given him as uh, maybe the best option for Bo Levi Mitchell in the passing game. So we do have money left, Kamar Jordan, and then on defense you got the Argos at three thousand eight hundred seventy six bucks, or the Stamps at five thousand one ninety five. Now, if you went with our lineup, you could pick either. The Stamps would leave you with thirty two dollars left. The Argos over a thousand. Well, there you go. Stamps it is. Stamps it stamps is. It is. You see, my yeah, my lineup is, is very tilted here towards uh, the Stampeders. Um, and you know this is i i don't think it's necessarily the most courageous uh lineup but look they're the favorite team i i've had them as the number one team in my rankings virtually all season um and so if i'm looking at how how this one game is going to play out i expect the results to, to fall calgary's way so you may as well find some just do some it. Indiv- individuals on the stampeders lineup who can uh, who can benefit all right, Scotty. Well, we'll uh, we'll plug that lineup in. We'll see how it goes, and we will chat with you after the Grey Cup. Enjoy the game. Awesome. Thank you, Andy.
That was Scott Cullen from TSN.ca. Check out all his work there and on Twitter at TSN Scott Cullen. Great job, as always, and he posts all of his work there. We're going to take the break on the other side, behind the helm with Bear Woods of the Toronto Argonauts. Very interesting dude. A lot more coming up here on CFL Weekly across the TSN radio network. Football season is here and Domino's has you covered. Hungry? Grab any medium feast pizza for only $10.99 or dive into our delivery and carry out deals at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. We have your complete meal including delicious side dishes and desserts. Check out our $7.99 mix and match offer that has something for everyone including two two-topping medium pizzas, mouth-watering pasta, amazing chicken wings, bread sides, and don't forget to try our irresistible marbled cookie brownie. See all this and more at Domino's.ca.